Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keith, Kentucky, and you're tuned into this week's episode of So There's That, the podcast. We're on episode three, and this is yet another stepping stone towards my journey to just practicing consistency. So we're here. You see yet another Friday. I'm a little bit late, but that's because I want to make sure that I compiled all my ideals and all my stories and got my life together before I came on air. And I just wanted to make sure that I didn't say nothing out of pocket. Because this week, this week, (laughs) I just have to say, I don't know. I can't count on my fingers how many, you know, low-key little Facebook shade thrown argument debates that I've gotten into this week. And let me say, I think it's a little stressed. (laughs) That stress is just like, when you be trying to make a point and niggas just don't get what the fuck you trying to say, it'd be really, it'd be really, I'd be tight about it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd be tight when somebody just don't understand what I'm saying. And, you know, context is everything where you type it out your words. Um, so I get how some people don't understand. So that's like the benefit of having a face-to-face conversation or actually talking out certain things with people. I might have lost one friend. <laughs> I might have lost one friend this week talking about uh, a few different things that went on this week um, because as the news went on, you know, I get um, feedback and just basic conversation with some of my friends on various social media outlets and, uh, you know, we be going head to head every once in a while. It gets a little nuts, but I mean, for the most part, I don't I, I, as a Pisces, <laughs> I try to remove my emotion from it and I try to be very open-minded about what another person has to say as far as debating, especially when a nigga won't come on your status to prove a point. But that's neither here nor there. Um, we're all learning together. And so I try to be, you know, I try to be as open to different opinions as possible. But that was my, you know, my social media work week. <laughs> You know, trying to gather information in order to compile a show for you guys. And then just work was work per usual. Uh, shout out to my co-worker who had his first child this weekend. I know. And I, I would hope that he never <laughs> listens to this show ever because he's one of my bosses. But I'm such a, uh, a fiend for new babies. That I just had to shout him out and make sure that, you know, I send good vibes to him and his wife uh, on their new addition to their family. So I just wanted to do that. It's been, it's been, oh my God. Like, it's been a lot going on this week as far as celebrity news is concerned. It's just a lot of people fucking up in different aspects of their life. And, you know, as much as I don't want to basically, like... I'm, I'm just here for the drama. I'm here for the mess. You know, I was picking up my son from school, and uh, he uh, his school is right next door to a church. And on the uh, sign outside of the church, it says, it's okay to be messy. And I was like, you know what, God? <laughs> you know what, God? You right. You right. Don't make me feel bad for being messy. I think they was having some kind of, like, arts and crafts week. But I took it in the way that God was intended for me to receive it. So there's that you know what I'm saying like it is what it is I'm here for the mess you're here for the mess obviously you tuned in 
and uh, we're going to get into it shortly. So uh, stay tuned for the first story. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keith Kentucky, and you're tuned into this week's episode of So There's That, the podcast. We're on episode three, and this is yet another stepping stone towards my journey to just practicing consistency. So we're here it's yet another Friday. I'm a little bit late, but that's because I want to make sure that I compiled all my ideals and all my stories and got my life together before I came on air. And I just want to make sure that I didn't say nothing out of pocket. Because this week, this week, <laughs> I just have to say, I don't know. I can't count on my fingers how many, you know, low-key little Facebook shade thrown argument debates that I've gotten into this week. And let me say, I think it's a little stressed. <laughs> That stress is just like when you be trying to make a point and niggas just don't get what the fuck you trying to say. It be really, it be really, I be tight about it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I be tight when somebody just don't understand what I'm saying. And, you know, context is everything where you type it out your words. Um, So I get how some people don't understand. So that's like the benefit of having a face-to-face conversation or actually talking out certain things with people. I might have lost one friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I might have lost one friend this week talking about uh, a few different things that went on this week um, because as the news went on, you know, I get um, feedback and just basic conversation with some of my friends on various social media outlets and, uh, you know, we be going head to head every once in a while. It gets a little nuts, but I mean, for the most part, I don't I, I, as a Pisces, <laughs> I try to remove my emotion from it and I try to be very open-minded about what another person has to say as far as debating, especially when a nigga won't come on your status to prove a point. But that's neither here nor there. Um, we're all learning together. And so I try to be, you know, I try to be as open to different opinions as possible. But that was my, you know, my social media work week. <laughs> You know, trying to gather information in order to compile a show for you guys. And then just work was work per usual. Uh, shout out to my coworker who had his first child this weekend. I know. And I, I would hope that he never <laughs> listens to this show ever because he's one of my bosses. But I'm such a, uh, a fiend for new babies. That I just had to shout him out and make sure that, you know, I send good vibes to him and his wife uh, on their new addition to their family. So I just wanted to do that. It's been, it's been, oh my God. Like, it's been a lot going on this week as far as celebrity news is concerned. It's just a lot of people fucking up in different aspects of their life. And, you know, as much as I don't want to basically, like... I'm, I'm just here for the drama. I'm here for the mess. You know, I was picking up my son from school, and uh, he uh, his school is right next door to a church. And on the uh, sign outside of the church, it says, it's okay to be messy. And I was like, you know what, God? <laughs> you know what, God? You right. You right. Don't make me feel bad for being messy. I think they was having some kind of, like, arts and crafts week. But I took it in the way that God was intended for me to receive it. So... 
there's that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. I'm here for the mess. You're here for the mess, obviously. You tuned in. And uh, we're going to get into it shortly. So uh, stay tuned for the first story. So, first story. I just want quickly, everybody send your congratulations to Travis Scott for getting the 18-year plan. He's doing it just in the manner that Black China would. It might be some love there or whatever, but I'm just here to let you guys know straight hot off the presses that Kylie Jenner has been rumored to be pregnant with his kid. Now, Kylie Jenner is 20 years old. She's gone through numerous uh, plastic surgeries, which have absolutely nothing to do with this story. But what I'm trying to say is I'm very curious to know what this baby's going to look like. But y'all know... Um, you know, it's been ingrained in us that mixed babies are going to look a lot better anyway. So I shouldn't have said that. I almost want to delete this and start over, but I'm not going to, cause I said what I said. Um, but we're going to see how these genetics really work out. But congratulations to Travis Scott for getting this 18 year plan, bro. Like you finna get this money for 18 years. It don't matter. He's a talented individual. He does not have to depend on Kylie Jenner's money. It may actually be real life love there. Um, they've been together since April of this year. So there's no telling how far along she is. But as the news reports, she is expecting a baby girl as of current. And uh, she has been, I actually went on her Instagram page right before I started recording. Just to, you know, I follow her, but I don't follow her. You know what I'm saying? Like when shit pop off, I need to be able to be readily accessible to our page. So yeah, I do follow you, girl. But uh, I did notice for our last few postings over the last few months have been kind of repetitive. She's been showing us old photo shoots and things of that nature. Not the past few months, but within the last month. It's been pretty repetitive in nature. Um, She hasn't really given us any new material. If you know Kylie Jenner or anybody in the Kardashian clan, they'd be ready to give us some new shit all the time. And unfortunately, the public's here for it. Hence why they're so fucking successful in their field of reality TV and just being who the fuck they are because people are so interested in what they do. Look at me. I'm fucking talking about Kylie Jenner on my podcast right now. But it's interesting because I'm ready to just see what this baby gonna look like. No shade. It is what it is. But Kylie Jenner don't look like Kylie Jenner. So I I just, I'm enticed. I'm, I'm ready. I'm proud of Travis Scott for making sure that, you know, you can get your child support popping too, man. Like, it's this ain't um, a club of females out here just in search of, you know what I'm saying? You can too, just if it don't work out. But like I said, Ty, uh, Travis Scott is a very successful producer, rumored ghostwriter for the stars, bro. So I think he's going to be more than okay. Um, but congratulations to Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner once again. To me, um, there is a premiere. The Kardashian clan is now embarking on a 10th season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And to me, it just sounds like Chris been in the back cooking, bruh. Like, she got this plan on lock to ensure that this family just ain't going nowhere. Like, white folks is going to tune in, was it every Sunday on E? And make sure that they get to keep up with these motherfuckers. Like... I used to be, um, I used to look at them, but it's just, it's just the same monotone voices, um, talking about spending a lot of money, um, Courtney be pissed off at Scott, Kim always talking about Kanye now, like, 
fucking Chloe be fucking everybody. Like, she finally got <laughs> in, like, a real-life relationship and shit. And then, um, you know, Kendall handing Pepsi's out to niggas and shit trying to solve and, and keep world peace and shit. Nobody don't give a fuck. Like, but anyways, they gonna stay relevant because uh, that's what they here for. But it's all contrived. Um, Chris gonna get this money. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, before this close out this segment, we did see Kanye today looking like thick yay. Nigga got thighs on him and shit, bruh. Like, listen, I'm just glad he's alive. We still hashtag get out situation. Give us another graduation, bruh. Give us another late registration. Give us another college dropout, bruh. We still waiting on you, Kanye. Like, we ain't lost our love for you. We are just waiting for you to find your way out. We waiting for somebody to flash your ass with a camera. That's what we waiting for. Um, and we gonna be right here. Whenever you done. Whenever you done with the fuck shit. I know you got kids, but we gonna be here for you, Kanye. In the name of Donda West. Amen. So, in other news... Y'all ain't gonna let Wendy Williams sleep, bruh. <laughs> Y'all not. Like, she knows, she knows that she look like the letter P, uppercase. She knows that her titties make her look like she bound to fall at any point or second. And she knows she living in her truth. And she love herself. And ain't nothing y'all can do about it. She know what she look. She know y'all be calling her a man. She know all this shit. And then she'll get on your TV every fucking day and still talk mad shit about y'all. So the thing is, like, there's nothing you can do. When you, when you try to play Wendy, <laughs> you play yourself. <laughs> and that brings me on to T.I. who decided he wanted to throw light shades at her on uh, the Instagram this week. And he posted a picture of her enjoying her vacation prior to her coming back for her ninth season of the Wendy Williams show. And um, he basically said, you know, I could say mad shit about you, but I ain't gonna act like how you be acting. Y'all have to realize that people in journalism, people in the media, people that have their own TV shows, that's what they're paid to do. Like, you're gonna have to grow thick skin and know that people are gonna be constantly making their living off of talking about your business that, frankly, you guys don't even work hard enough to protect. Like, y'all be leaving y'all shit all out there in the open, especially you, Tip and T.I., who constantly, whenever y'all have beef, will post it on fucking Instagram for the world to see and then be mad when people have input and conversations regarding your relationship. It's a bunch of bullshit. It don't make no sense. But I'm here to let y'all know in case y'all didn't know it, in case y'all, like, intuition fucked up or something, that Tip and Tiny is not getting divorced. Woo! Oh, my God. The sky is blue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the sun is out here yellow and shit. It's hot as fuck out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew y'all would... Tiny, we knew your blue-eyed ass wasn't gonna leave till. Like, you wasn't gonna leave till. We... We all knew as we watched the last season of Family Hustle that this was a bunch of bullshit. Although, Tiny, we was rooting for you, bitch. Like, the fuck, man? You was supposed to be out here making your little comeback with Escape. Y'all all still need to get back in that, you know, y'all need to get back in the studio and just practice a little bit more, I would hope. Because I saw their 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 performance today on Wendy Williams and 
and it sound good, but it could sound better. And I'm not hating, I'm just saying. I will still attend a concert of theirs, but I would like them to do better. But anyone, you know, y'all wouldn't shocking nobody. And I, I won't be surprised if VH1 brings back Family Hustle and we get more in depth on uh, why y'all broke up and why y'all decided to stick together. And all your kids are wonderful and beautiful and who is the little girl, Destiny? Her name starts with a D. It's probably not Destiny. But I saw a picture of her today, and I was like, whoa, goddamn. Have, has Family Hustle been on the air that long? Has it been on TV that long? Because she's grown. Like, I remember she had her little fucking, uh, uh, her dress. I can't think of what she was wearing, but I remember she looked super young. And now she looks like a full-on adult. And I'm just proud of her. And I have, like, a total girl crush on Zanique. Like, I think she's wonderful. She's beautiful. She's got blue eyes, too, but whatever. But nothing about them getting back together shocked or surprised me. And I don't know why they, you know, try to play it off like we wouldn't go peep. Like, we peeped. (laughs) We saw all that. But I do want to say one step for mankind out here for Tiny for at least going out on tour and doing what she wants. Because if y'all looked at Family Hustle... T.I. Tip gives me very 90, 1950s husband. He wants her fucking barefoot and pregnant at all times, not doing shit, fixing sandwiches and shit. Like, I'm totally here for her going on the road, um, getting back to what she truly loves, and that's writing music and singing and just doing her own thing. She actually uh, co-owns a female basketball team out of based out of Atlanta alongside Master P. So I'm proud of her and her endeavors. Although late in her life, you know, uh, finally taking charge after being like such a ride or die for T.I.'s ass, um, I'm glad to see her doing things with her life. So congrats to Tiny. (laughs) But girl, girl, okay, Tip, girl, like stay with him. Who cares? (laughs) I don't know how to put this one, y'all, but I just want to ask. I just want to ask the audience real quick. Are you ready? Jehovah's return because if you're not bitch if you're not I need you to write me on send a big head text hey big head to Kim Jong-un because he ain't fucking around with uh, our president <laughs> all week we've had this uh pretty much this like dick measuring contest between our president and uh what the, I just listen both of them sit down somewhere and get the fuck off of Twitter, bro. Like, y'all is real-life leaders of y'all's country. <laughs> y'all scary. This motherfucker called him... Let me chill out. <laughs> he called him Rocket Man, and he said... He has said, <laughs> and I quote, and that the U.S. is ready, willing, and able. And nigga, to me, that sounds like a fucking R. Kelly mixtape, nigga. What is the... What are you talking about? Sit down. What are you doing? Why are we egging on this motherfucker? Like, can we? My thing is, is it, is it just not enough to just mind our own business? Do we, do we really gotta be out here trying to square up and shit like with world leaders? Like, can we? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And it's, it's like. I, I don't understand, uh, but like I said, if you is not ready for, it's about as short as this segment is going to get, but if you's not ready for Jehovah's Return, bitch, uh, 
find that 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 number in your phone text Lil Kim and them and be like hey big head you know like what's up you know what I'm saying like let him know that you know we ain't all over here crazy just just certain I ain't saying who I'm just saying do y'all understand what I'm saying okay because this is about as far as I can get into that shit god damn let's talk about let's talk about this fall season lineup real quick let's get off of this like yeah let me let me talk about some shit I can go in depth about I'll be right back all right y'all <laughs> have y'all heard of a group called beard game matters it is an epidemic that has swept my Facebook feed. Like, all the girls is thirsty, throwing their panties at the screen of their fucking cell phones. And all the dudes are up in the arms of whether or not um, beards really do fucking matter out here. Or they're trying to join the group so they can be the best, like, fucking beard picture out there. You know, they can be the, the goddamn, um, I, I don't know. I'm not in the group. I ain't trying to be in the group. I don't know nothing about that group. But I do understand the intrigue with beards. And I made this point on my Facebook and I got a lot of response to it and a lot of different kinds of um, people. Um, obviously, a lot of females understood where I was coming from. A lot of males don't get it. And, and I'm allowed, I'm gonna open the floor and share pretty much what I said. Beards is, is guys fucking... Fenty Beauty. I don't give a fuck. I said what I said. It is. It's y'all's fucking makeup. It is not something that y'all physically need to be in y'all's body. Oh, you got razor bumps, nigga. You can get a medication for that. A lot, about 85% of the reason why a nigga got a beard is because he know he look good with a beard. Stop fucking playing with me. Like, I got into it so bad with certain people. Like, just trying to put two and two together because a lot of people ran up to me and they was like, well, well, beards are fucking natural. You know, I, I grow this beard. I grew this beard out. I'm like, you didn't have to grow that beard. You chose to grow that beard out. Just like a woman can choose to go to motherfucking Sephora and spend however much money she wants to make herself look a certain fucking way. Now, whether or not you can go to the squats and do fucking, I mean, you can go to the gym and get squats, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to. Like, nigga, and that's natural, too. Who gives a fuck? Like, what I'm saying is, is that you get some type of self-esteem. You feel some type of way. You get some kind of benefit that's not a necessity to you out of growing a beard. Just like a woman don't got a She don't got to fucking wear makeup every single day. They make it seem like... Wearing makeup, we have to wear makeup in order to look some type of way for you niggas. And, and that's not the fucking case neither. Like, it was just, it was amazing to me. Like, how much, one, that I repeated myself. <laughs> because really, my whole point of my status was to say that men choose, just like women choose, to wear makeup or to grow a beard. It's not something that they need again. It's something that they choose to do. Now, whether or not you grew up from a young boy and you couldn't grow them both two fucking chin hairs on your hair and you finally found out that black castor oil would do it for you if you rubbed it on your face at night and you grew you a fucking beard, you went through your ugly stage and you finally got it. 
And now you're a cute nigga for the rest of your days until you decide to cut it off. Just like a woman who decides she might have some imperfections or some shit. And she decides she want to put a layer of foundation on her face and be who the fuck she want to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's like, what's the difference, really? Like, what's the difference, really? Because you can grow it out. Like, my nigga, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Ooh, like, the fuck you want a cookie, nigga? Like, I just did not get it. That, that conversation really irked the fuck out of me. Like, I was like, niggas is really, they, I, I don't think, and the biggest thing to me is I think men, men don't want to be associated with the word makeup. If I think, I think if I found a different way to word what I was trying to say, then dudes will feel a lot better about what I was trying to say. Because I called it a fucking makeup for them. Oh my God, you unbelievable. No way. We grow it. It's natural. Like, nigga, it's an aesthetic for you. It's not needed. You got a fucking beard because it's trendy. Really, right? Or it causes you razor bumps to shave. Just like with some women wear fucking makeup because they got acne scars. Who gives a shit? Shut up. Shut up. Take the joke and walk away from the joke. Whatever. I got up in my feels about certain things that were said, but I was just like, it's what the fuck? Like, shut up. It's y'all's makeup. I said what I said. And so there's that. What are you going to do? Let's square up. You mad about it? Fucking report me. Block me. Delete me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Basically. So, yeah. All right, y'all. So, finally, I want to get into, like, the biggest news story of the week. I want to talk a little bit. And it might be more than this five minutes that this app allows me to talk about it. But I want to talk about Kevin Hart. <laughs> Man, bruh, you caught out there. I hate you. That is you, you Khalees. You, you the nigga that Khalees was talking about in that song when she was screaming the whole fucking time. You that nigga, dog. But the thing about Kevin Hart, let me give y'all background real quick before I get into my rant. I might have to save the next five minutes for the rant. I'm gonna give you this four and a half minutes right now and let y'all know what happened. So about two months ago when the same shit popped up when Usher was out here burning or whatever, Kevin Hart was found in the back of a car with a female and nobody knew who the fuck the female was. All we knew is our female intuition is like, bitch, what the fuck is you outside sitting in a car with a female for at like three o'clock in the morning? That story was trending uh, like two months ago, right? So fast forward to now, earlier this week, Kevin Hart decides that he wants to be (laughs) transparent for his Instagram. And only saying so many words from what he said and paraphrasing a little bit is the fact that he decided that he finally wanted to um, apologize to his wife, his friend, and his children for the mistakes that he done made. You know what I'm saying? Because what he ain't going to do is allow some female to get a financial gain, okay? off the fact that he made some goddamn mistakes, right? (laughs) My nigga, that was the most horrible apology I've ever listened to in my entire life. Like, to me, that whole thing, I heard it in a sense of, bitch, I'm gonna air this story before you ever get a chance to expose me, you dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I heard it. There wasn't nothing in there and I, my only hope is that he really sat down with enchilada and was like you know what girl i'm sorry i fucked up 
this girl coming at me for my coin. But if that was the first, and I'm pretty sure that probably wasn't the first time she heard of it. But I just want to let you guys know that Eclipse is um, expecting his baby. And she is due pretty much in the next month. So I could totally understand why Equatia would be like upset. But at the same time, like, it's your for the member yet. It's probably... Um, you know, feeling that karma right now because Tori Hart was really out here trying to make sure um, that we knew that Eskimo was the side chick that broke up her relationship with Kevin Hart. So in real life, Empanada could have been like really expectant of all this um, in the first place. There's got to be a way that she had to know that, you know, your karma just might come back to you. So she's dealing with this. Kevin Hart's out here trying to beat some case. Of course, just like all the real hoes do, they didn't hire Lisa Bloom, the attorney of law for thoughts, you know what I'm saying? For Black China, for Usher's burn victim, and for now her, she's claiming to be an actress and a recording artist artist bitch and I've been hearing that she's a traveling stripper stop playing with me like just be honest about what the fuck you do for a living okay first off and foremost say you was trying to get this money you knew that Kevin Hart was an easy target and so you was out here trying to get the coin like but we know you know legally <laughs> you can't be out here being that honest and I get it get your get your money I don't know all I know is Elsa girl like I don't know what to tell you but she said she's still gonna have her little baby shower or whatever and it looks like they're gonna move forward but what I would plan or what I would what I would advise to etch a sketch is what basically told out right you know be cool you know what I'm saying I'm giving I'm giving you advice even though you probably don't worry you should probably just take in all this fucking karma but I'm gonna give you advice hold it in like wait till the baby like eight months or some shit like that just drop them papers on that nigga like spousal support um and the bad thing is Kevin Hart is only a tiny bit smart so he probably did do a prenup on you and that's probably why you gotta stick alone and at least ride out the five years that he said y'all gotta be together before he owes y'all some shit so I'm just saying I don't know you know what I'm saying I don't know but um you don't hold out for as long as you can. Make sure you, you get the money that you can get. <laughs> Girl, Evian. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be the conclusion or whatever, but I just want to say, since I want to, since I just got finished talking about Kevin Hart, I just want to say that a lot of men is real pissed off about how people are talking about this story. Now, I damn near lost a friend this week talking about the Kevin Hart scenario uh, I have a friend who is also a troll <laughs> and he posts often about very controversial subjects and I, I, I'm pretty good about going over there and shutting him down <laughs> that's not my intent but I just feel like I'll be making more sense to him and there was another guy on the post that I've been cool with for some time now and we got to talking about the whole Kevin Hart scenario and for some odd reason the shit just like switched into some old black women that did me wrong type hurt story from the past that I didn't understand uh, nor did I, you know, I I just couldn't relate to because every opportunity I get I never try to throw I just be saying men right because <laughs> I think all men is capable of saying some fucked up shit and having gross 
thoughts about women. So I try not to generalize or make it seem like black men are the sole issue because one of my friends, and I want to shout out to Myron, kind of put it in perspective to me because there's a lot of shit that's been ingrained into us to, you know, look at each other within our community, our black community, and, and beef at each other about, but it ain't even, it don't even got shit to do with us. It's, it's some stuff way, way back in the past that I just, we probably got to deal with. Um, but it's just easy for us to talk shit about each other. But anyways, we had to talking about Kevin Hart and he was under the assumption that, you know, black women are just way too hard on men. And I'm looking at him, you know, from over in social media land, <laughs> the way I'm looking at my phone. It's like, nigga, this nigga just cheated on his wife. He's eight, eight months pregnant. And not only that, let's not even just talk about his wife who was eight months pregnant. Let's talk about Tori Hart, who's been doing nothing but speaking her truth about her situation with Kevin Hart. It's the same thing y'all like to do with Karuchi Tran for being in a relationship with Chris Brown, but she got to be a mute. Anytime somebody asks her about the shit and anytime somebody asks her about it, she happens to respond between her, Tori and Karuchi. Uh, anytime they actually do say something regarding their relationship, they're dragging the past or being bitter and they're not allowed to say their truth or talk about it. But meanwhile, Chris Brown on the radio shouting out Karuchi's name and shit. And Kevin Hart is doing up stand up routines about Tori Hart. And, and, and jokingly about his infidelities. And I don't get how people can look at that and be like, oh, well, this bitch just bitter. And she all she want to do is fucking drag this nigga down. Won't you move on and try to get a life without your relationship in the past? Like, oh, my God, are you guys fucking kidding me? Like, chill the fuck out. So that whole conversation between me and uh, that guy turned into this. Uh, it, it, it just really tumbled out of control. Um, because he pretty much had mentioned to me, um, he said that we get too involved in celebrities' lives. And I was like, well, sure. But, I mean, look at all these media outlets, news. There's real-life TV um, sitcoms and shit that's based on just telling about celebrities' lives. So it's hard unless you remove yourself from the media in general, from TV, from radio, from your social media, that you won't have any kind of association with what's going on in celebrities lives without having some kind of opinion so I brought up a fact that he had posted this post um, with a fake, fake quote I'm gonna say a fake quote about Serena Williams talking about um, how black men did her wrong <coughs> and that the man that she married uh, or that she's with or her baby father uh, it was the only man to do it right which he's a Caucasian man and I was like, I could never find that. But, it's, you know, it's kind of funny that you were able to find the humor in, in talking about another celebrity's life. But yet people talk about Kevin Hart's scenario. And we should back up and be cool. You know what I'm saying? And no way. To me, Kevin Hart, thank God that, you know, this girl wants to stay with you even after the bullshit that you've done. He got caught in a threesome, caught up in infidelities, and now he's going to have an extortion case and all sorts of dumb shit on him. And, and fucking Aniko is going to look dumb for sticking around. Like, he just fucked up his entire family. But he, we're supposed to play easy and be cool on him and not supposed to have any sorts of criticism about his situation. And everybody, you know, just fuck y'all for that. <laughs> So, y'all, just a continuous of uh, that story. Like, 
that whole conversation got way deeper than it needed to be. <laughs> like I had no intention for it to take you know, like a t- full tailspin and to quote like problems in the black community. Cause I was really, I was honestly just there to talk shit about Kevin Hart. And it turned into this whole conversation about how black women treat black men. I just wasn't here for that. So I got a little deep, I got a little emotional. You know, I got my Pisces fields involved and shit. And I possibly lost a friend in that person. Not that we were super close in the first place, but you know how you look at certain people and how they present themselves and then they they show you who the fuck they are basically. It was like one of those instances for me. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, this is how you feel about, you know, black women. We was talking about Kevin Hart, bro, like the fuck? <laughs> and then I was on another friend, shout out to Nas. Um, I was on his profile and he had made a, a statement. Oh, don't mess me up, Nas, if I fuck this up. But he said, black women are, black women are the black people of the black community. And there was a guy under his profile that was just like, black women are terrorists. And I was like, whoa, fuck, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and he was just noting all these like wild ass claims about why we're abusive and why we're no good. And I'm just like, there are so many instances this week that I've been like, like head on face with just black men's disgust of us almost like and I hate to put that into the atmosphere but I guess that's my experience and uh I just I just like taking it back because I feel like I'm real ride or die for black men like I don't give a fuck like I I'm not here for black men not being role models not being fathers not being here for their families like I don't promote any of those stereotypes and I don't be talking mad shit about black men. And I think black men are fucking beautiful. So when I hear things like that on the on the reserve, uh, reverse side of things, with black men just saying, oh, black women, and all they do is bitch and moan, and they're terrorists. I was like, terrorists? Fucking really? Oh, bro, like, the fuck have I, what is going Just totally in awe and, like, disgusted. And I was like, well, bro, I don't know what happened to you in your childhood, dog. I don't know what in the Sigmund Freud is going on with you. But look, bro, like, I don't got nothing to do. Like, <laughs> I don't got nothing to do with us. And so this this conversation probably has taken a tailspin for it, like, deep as fuck. But that's just what I've dealt with on my social media here lately. And I've never been so like head on and faced with these certain topics, especially talking straight to me. Like I, I went and meddled on somebody else's profile for the second instance, but um, for the first one, we was talking about Kevin Hart. It's got into a lot of like y'all and you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ew, who the fuck is y'all? Who the fuck is we? Like, ew, like stop. Like, you know, especially when you be thinking people know who you are. And did they be including you in that fucking number when the Saints come marching in? Like, come on. Like, come on. Like, and I hope that we just get better as a people. Like I said in my last post, I believe, you know, Myron came in and kind of made things a little bit more simple and clear in how we are, you know, we're pitted against each other in our community. And and that's real. So hopefully we work better. But I was just like, 
it was a lot of shock value on my Facebook this week, and hopefully next week is better, y'all, and I pray the best for y'all as well, um, I think I'll be back, I'm gonna check, I asked a few of my friends if they would like for me to, you know, amp up some entrepreneurship on here, I ain't shit, ain't nothing but like, fucking 30 of y'all listening to this shit anyway (laughs) but i appreciate you you 30 listeners that's listening um so i'll be back after this break hold on so y'all that concludes yet another episode of so there's that the podcast i want to say thank you for everyone who's listening and uh you know sticking in there with your girl watching practicing consistency yes we're gonna continue to do that before i get out of here what i want to do is i want to make sure that i promote entrepreneurship within the veteran community specific to the ladies two companies that i'm going to shout out the first one's going to be woodburn designs you can find them on facebook slash woodburn Designs cw they can be contacted through the aforementioned link saw hand burnt wood designs for indoor and outdoor use prices start at 25 dollars and vary depending upon size and detail no extra charge for color or any customization and shipping is available in all usa states and territories so check them out a lot of great things out there that you can get done and design for home decor make sure you check out wood burnt designs the second one is going to be trickerhappyco.com and they can be uh, contacted through that website and they're basically shirts that are made for people who love shooting military or not and guess what they are veteran owned so make sure you check out both of these websites show them some love throw them some coin donate some money so they can jump start their businesses and um you know just just you know support the community support small businesses and that's just an effort i'm trying to do i will continue to do that as we move forward appreciate the two ladies for letting me have an opportunity to even practice doing ads i appreciate you (laughs) a bitch can read (laughs) so again thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of so there's that i appreciate you guys i'm gonna catch y'all next week Thank you again. Oh my God. How many times I got to say it? For letting me rant and bitch and moan and complain to y'all about just some of the daily happenings and celebrity shit that maybe a lot of y'all don't give a shit about, but you let me do it. And I appreciate you for that. So I must catch y'all next week. Tune in. Stay posted. The streets is watching. Until next week. <laughs>